0: Hello, Swellians. Welcome to Ain't That Swell live from the Lennox Head Hotel. And what an afternoon it was, a Sunday afternoon, mid November. Uh, it was pre COVID by a long shot. It was actually part of the Are You Kidding Me tour way, way so long ago. And uh, joining me right now as part of this wonderful introduction. Smithy and surf call Two men who were there on the day and enjoyed the frivolities. First of all, boys, Lennox in the news a lot at the moment. Uh, we'll talk more about that in an episode that will go live in the next few days. But what are your memories of this afternoon at the Leno pub?
1: My memory uh, was w- one of the real distinct ones was looking up. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw Dave Rastovich and fucking Glenn Curtis in the same room, pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> Glenn Curtis being the underground Lennox core lord slash enforcer. And, and Rasta, I mean, doesn't need any introduction, does he? But uh, yeah, I mean, that that show to me was like Sunday Arvo. I think the best thing about that show actually was uh, what went down afterwards. Like everyone just spilled out in the car park. It was fucking three papery wizard Hearts going around and... I, I think I got a, a couple of drops of the cleanest liquid lysergic. Far uh, the Raro Tongan Spiro Lord Matty Ahmad end up uh, dosing myself at a waterhole a couple of months later, and it was the cleanest. Um, so, like, I just loved the kind of the just the party afterwards uh, in the car park. It was so Didge classic. Fucking, I was, you know, hanging out in a circle full of weird fucking buzzed out ancient Kiwi dudes who been living it, in Zimbabwe for like fucking 20 years, waffling on. It was a classic other.
2: It was. Yeah. Surf court? Cool. Yeah, it was a different time back then. We just um, I just fanged it up the coast from uh, Taree after the bushfire oh. crisis and um, I hadn't slept in, you know, nearly three days and first one over the wood really hit me. And, um, yeah, pulled up the handbrake a bit on, on my performance, but it was, uh, it was a really fun, fun day. Yeah, I thought you he were just
0: shitting yourself because you were sitting next to Margot the whole time.
2: Oh, mate, he's such a, he's so dreamy. <laughs> nah, and, um, yeah, Durbo was there and Wilco was there and Margot was there. Mm. It was iconic. And, uh, yeah, the crowd was actually to think that Glenn Curtis and David Rastovich were in the same room and happy and peaceable. It's a miracle, mm. yeah. and
0: and not just that. Like, I mean, it was a core crowd. You had uh, everyone from uh, you know the local uh, shop keeps and businesses uh, represented. Grommies, you had uh, like I saw Craig Holly was also in yeah. the crowd. That was just a <laughs> full trip because when I was at Grom growing up uh, and and frequenting Lennox quite a bit, he was the man. That's all you cared about was Craig and how he was ripping. Um, so that was sick. Big thanks to Greg who. Uh, is the public in there, an old mate of mine and uh, a real legend for uh, letting us have the show. Yeah. Um, but just before we, we fly into this, a big thanks to Billabong who have supported Ain't That Swell Live right from the word go. And Smivy, the graphene weddies, we've been talking about him in all these intros, but we've had a chance to actually sample him now. And I haven't got out of my short arm yet, even after the cold snap. Yeah, i can I'm smell the, I can it's, smell
1: I'm, the piss on you, man. It, it, fucking hell. It
0: is proper heat coming off these things they're just uh they're pretty remarkable i'm finding myself at the end of a sesh with not one bit of uh difference from the start of the sesh where it's not cooling down you're getting warmer
1: it's true you, you know you're in a good steamer when you get out of a session on the north coast and you you look like a uh, prisoner of war who's been building a singaporean railway um that's how just dehydrated and shriveled up i was there <laughs> the billabong furnace it doesn't lie <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good suit it's yeah. hot now so uh, yeah. if you're
0: interested in getting good rubber this winter get the uh, the billabong suits with the graphene that's the uh, Nobel Prize winning technological that advancement right? that they've put into it yeah, yeah. yeah incredible yeah it's this new uh, new stuff but yeah we both have tried it and we rep it heavily and um, if you want to buy it stay local maybe um, jump on the the website of your local surf shop or something like mm. that and support the local business and Get it through those wise or means
1: The Billabong Graphene and Furnace Wetsuit bringing Peace to the Middle East Hey uh Well first of all i like to say And I ASP Are going to find me Because I want to be A part of this Fucking dumb Wannabe tennis tour You know I think They got their His testicles so far Off their mouths That
3: this is bullshit
2: You know I'm not thinking About that right now I'm just thinking About having won The world title And, and hopefully trying To win another one Someday you just drop in, just smack the, pull back, drop
1: down, say bye. Ah. Well, I'll tell you still, I did travel some humongous waves. Oh, that's the paper thing? Oh, that looks good, Not bad. Ain't that
2: swell with Jed and Bourne. Oh, yeah!
1: Shredheads, waxheads, kooks, and barnies, welcome to Ain't That Swell, live from the Leno pub. I am your host for the Savo, the two time Gold Cone Piece award winning surf journalist, the punch drunk Pikey, the Sultan of psilocybin, Smithy. Smithy. Yeah. And of course, my loyal co-host and friend, Vaughn Dead, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Tracks Magazine, Waves Magazine, Surfing World Magazine. He's an alumni of the surfing literati. Vaughan, welcome, mate. Good to be here. Thanks for having us. let
0: Fuck yeah. This is awesome.
1: The Leno pub, how mental. It's, uh, you know, fucking right on the absolute doorstep of one of the world's shittest point breaks. Never come here. Never come here. Nobody should ever come here, ever.
0: Well said. Mate, uh, Lennox, it actually is the first proper wave I ever surfed. Uh, I grew up just down, or up the beach at uh, New Brighton. A few newy boys in the crowd, anywhere? Crickets. Yeah. They're all in rehab, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, but, mate, uh, yeah, when I was a grom, I got to high school, I went to Mullum High, and uh, me and my best mate, Jake Baker, who's here, I'm tearing up just at the thought of him, Bakes. But I, uh, yeah, buddy. Uh, you know, he took me and uh, brought me down to or to Lennox Point, where he, uh, he lived right on the point there with Marcus, his bro, and uh, Jimmy, his dad, and just some of the best times of my life. I was in uh, La Bar for a little while, and... Just great years, man. A lot of heroes around. Uh, I just remember being in awe of so many so many legends out the point. Uh, too many to name, but...
1: There's a few of them here, though, tonight. Yeah. I mean, I, I see a few faces I've uh, recognised, I've seen in the past. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, you've burned me. Uh, you've definitely burned me. And uh, that guy up the back there, you keyed my car, you cunt, you fucking... Yeah, it's a friendly crowd. They love sharing. Um, but, yeah,
0: mate, it's just a, it's an awesome place. It's, it's really, uh, you know, it's, it's very different to a lot of the towns, north and south of here. It just exists in a, a really humble little bubble. And I love going down the street, seeing Batesy. I haven't been a customer yet, but I'll, I'll come in when this grows out a little bit. Uh, it's just a great... It's a great town, it's a great community, and it's fucking one of the best surf communities in, this, in Australia. So thanks for having us. It's unreal to be here.
1: Up the Swellians, yeah, and uh, fuck, mate, just so much iconic surfing's gone down here over the years, I mean, for me, it was all about uh, fanning the fire, the section out here in the July swell of 2001, just fucking mindless, I don't think uh, there's been a, a more synchronised kind of performance between a surfer and a wave, mate, mate like, than Fanning and Lennox, maybe it was Current and J-Bay, but... Uh, Mate, the only VHS that got more of a, a wear out of my uh, player was the, the Tommy, when Tommy Lee had uh, Pamela Anderson bent over that speedboat. <laughs> because, uh, I mean, how good's fucking rooting? Like, it's, it's so sick. Up the fucking swellings, up the swellings. <laughs> let's all get up each other.
0: Uh, well, let's rip into it, eh, Smithy? Got a, uh, a good show lined up for the Lennox crew, the Savo, our first guest. Holy shit, what a legend. I, I don't... Let's just get him up here, eh? Roll some tape. Roll it's some Brendan tape. It's Brendan Margot Margeson. Yeah. Get him up here. Come
1: yeah. on. Nah. Yeah.
0: Hey, Max.
3: hello <laughs> i'm shitting myself anyway,
1: okay. Mate, it's, it's a room full i love, can I smell it, it. Yeah. hey uh margot mate, a mate of mine he bumped into you the other day uh, i was a little while ago actually at the airport um and he was telling me he got off the plane there and he, you know he's seen your and bags around i think at cooley airport and he uh he said he said uh hey fucking mate you're margot and you said to him, mm, "No, nah, mate, I'm just Brendan when I'm working here. Um, so I just wanted to know, yeah, like, so you, you're enjoying the anonymous working class life, mate? It's all good, love and life?
3: Not really. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> no one loves it funny. that much. It's all a fucking life. Yeah. No, it's uh, quite bizarre. All those years travelling, surfing, and uh, I don't know, karma's got back at me, and now I'm at the airport. <laughs> Bloody working through yeah, giving surfboards everyone else, uh, handing boards back
1: out at oversize and it's uh, a bit frustrating. But it's so good, <laughs> I
3: get to catch up with a lot of crew. It's good.
1: That is so calming. Just fucking throwing your back discs out, lugging fucking coffin bags around Cooley Airport. Fuck. <laughs> you must just think of all those cadets and weigh and fucking muddays you put through that. Dempers are <laughs> those poor pricks.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I think it's fair to say that it's, it's not Brendan today, it's Margo today, right folks?
0: Yeah! Fucking A. Yeah! Um, look, mate, uh, before we, we go any further, we've got a very special guest coming out. He's been battling fires in Taree, and, uh, you know, to everyone who's been having a hard time with the fires, we're thinking of you. But uh, this guy has just come back, and he is ready to flare. This is his ultimate hero. It's Surfcore 2001. <laughs>
2: 2001. 2001. Fuck! They told me you were fighting fires. I didn't realise how badly burned you got, Surfcore. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, practically melted under this already. Once before with Parko, and I'm melted again, physically down in Taree fighting the um, Hillville fires. Uh, yeah, we've had. Um, it's been. A, I've jetted up this morning just for this, but. Um, yeah, we've, it, was, uh, it was pretty bloody hot, but if Margot was down there on his 7-4 Maurice Cole, second corner old bar, throw a few nooners, could have put the thing out. So where were you, mate? Yeah, fuck those
1: helicopters and jet planes dropping water, mate. Just get Margot out there. Just fucking... Ah.
2: Throw yeah. some buckets our way, mate. New career um, from we're the perishing. airport. <laughs> bloody, um, yeah, unfortunately... This is the biggest tragedy to me. I mean, like, you know, there were actual legit house fires, but the um, unfortunate Richard Meldrum, one of the co-founders of Hot Tuna, had his sheds burned down, which had pretty much the best board shorts in, like... 8108s, they're like the most iconic boardies ever, Are aren't they? you kidding me? We lost the whole so, fucking
1: stockpile of 808s, man. That's heavy. If you've no. got any
2: hot tuna gear, hold on to it for a bit because it just went up massively in value because the entire stock just got totally depleted. But um, luckily he's safe. Fuck, and, that's yeah, radical. Shout out to the RFS for um saving, you know, so many people's houses down there. Fucking
1: earth. Up the RFS, mate. Shame on the fucking government for cutting funding your dogs. Yeah, mate. Um, and... and Fucking ScoMo and his mob, the fucking degenerate. And we
0: may as well shout out the, sp- the sponsors as well. Uh, you know, this can't happen. if We didn't have the backing of, of Billabong, who've basically fucking for some unknown reason thrown support behind this shit show that we run here. I was just watching the low-res video going, yeah, that sums us up pretty good. Uh, so, big thanks to Billies. They've been on board since the start. They're fucking legends. Uh, custom footwear as well, child eyewear, and road mics who are looking after us as well. So, thanks very much. Should we uh, call up our next guest? Yeah, man. Right, eh? Well, uh, I don't
1: this know bloke
0: that. is a, he's a uh, triple crown champ, oh, a pipeline oh. master, a world title runner up, a bloke who snapped his pelvis in half and pipeline and still managed to sire a beautiful little girl. Well done. It is the Olympic <laughs> surf coach, B. Derbage.
4: Welcome him yeah. up here. Yeah.
0: There you go, boys. The white Fijian, song, uh, Mate, welcome to the show, Pete. Thanks for coming down the coast. Durbo,
4: what a legend. Thanks for fucking having us, you wild animals. <laughs> mate, how was the sunny coast? I want to ask how Kong was, because I don't know if all you know here, but he... He was my mentor and my coach for six years, and I think he put on a show last night, did he, or? If,
0: if you take after him in your old age, you're in deep shit, mate. <laughs> he, I, I've never seen anything like it. His jaw was swinging like church bells the moment he came on the screen. <laughs> he,
4: he told me before he was going on, he's like, they better be prepared for Kong.
1: Mate, you can't prepare for Kong, that's ridiculous. <laughs> He's fucking... He's yeah. a man-mountain. He's a maniac. That was, yeah, he's a wild man. He had some classic stories uh, about your family, though. Is it, uh, Nell Durbage, is that your, your mum or your auntie?
4: Oh, yeah, my grandma, Al. yeah. She's passed now, but, uh, yeah, she's a great lady and did a lot of stuff at Stratty, and it, they built the first pub, actually, so... Yeah, he had yeah. some interesting stories about that pub, Kong, actually. Kong's old man was kicked out of that every time they went over, and, and uh... <laughs> They were shooting, shooting, trying to shoot him paddling out to the trawler. And, uh, <laughs> uh, so imagine what they got up to. This, this is true. He told the story last night. He
0: said uh, Kong, when he was a grommet, waiting for his dad to come out of the pub, he'd be down the bottom of the stairs and just watch his dad's body roll down the stairs. And then they'd swim back out to the trawler and he was so pissed and so big that he couldn't get in. And when they finally got in, he'd say to Elko, grab the I or I can pop a few windows from here. <laughs> The oh, fucking hell, iconic night. You'll get to hear it all on the potty. Uh, let's get our last guest up. Former world number one, winner of three, epic CTs, uh, Goldie Bells Fiji. His backhand, whack, whack, is untouchable. Best in the game. And uh, gee whiz, he's a semi-coast OG, but he's made his home up here on the north coast now. Let's give him a round of applause. It's Matt Wilco Wilkinson. <laughs>
1: right, we'll start with you, Margot. I know you uh, you grew up in Byron, man, and I I just wanted to know, like, you know, what kind of a town was it then, and and what did your olds do for a living? Give us the uh, rundown.
3: Yeah, my parents, oh, my mum worked in real estate, my dad was just uh, chippy, cruised along, but yeah, it was an awesome place to grow up, Byron. Uh, Very, you know what, the surf was still crowded back then too, but I don't know, it was pretty more localised, I think, back then, it was... Yeah, and same as Lennox. Yeah, right.
1: What does Byron localism localism, uh, look like? I'm thinking, you know, fucking guys getting choked out by sarongs on the beach and getting choked out by their own man bun, shit like that.
3: (laughs) No, not back in the early 90s, but uh, that crew was still around. (laughs) That's hilarious.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. And uh, and talk to us about the waves, man. Like, uh, you know, what kind of surfing... Did they throw mushies at you?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no mushies.
1: No, I never did mushies, luckily. Oh, really? Never? <laughs> no. Oh, man. It's so good for
2: you. It's fucking... Seriously. It's the Earth's internet. It's amazing. <laughs> I, got, I accidentally faded Balsy once at uh, the wreck and he really, like, de-aligned my chakras with, like, a poo shoot into my back. I, <laughs> oh, I felt like I slipped a disc, actually, when that happened. It was when I was a grown it explains why I have a hunch now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting you bring up Wilesy because I wanted to know,
1: Margot, you know what you know, what kind of surfing does uh you know, the points and that kind of the waves up here, what kind of surfing does it mould, you know? How does it shape your surfing up here?
3: Yeah, well very fortunate where we live. We got obviously Lennox was down the road and some sick beach breaks in Byron and we got the pass and the pass is pretty shit but anyway uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah and Mate, all, there's, all the there's that many man too. buns
0: lighting torches and grabbing pitchforks coming down here to get <laughs> you now
3: It's always hard to get away with the pass but um, there was just it was more so the you know the, the people the surfers there was, the quality was amazing we had Noel Graham Rod Anderson and just to name a few um, from Bilesy from Newey Absolute legend.
1: Yeah, what was it like to grow up in the shadow of Jeremy Biles, the ASP <laughs> 1991 Rookie of the Year?
3: Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah no, no. pillar of wisdom and strength, <laughs> I imagine. No, he was a very funny human. I haven't seen Biles for a long time, but um, it was funny. I just saw outside before um, a, one of my best mates was uh, Craig Holly. Craig Holly was just downstairs. I haven't seen him for like 15 years, but he was. Me and Craig, I went to school together and he was the guy. We, we just pushed each other with our surfing. The, he was he just, amazing, mate.
0: That's the, That was one of the guys when I was here with Baker, we just marvelled at him. He was just such a freak.
3: Such uh, a freak. Just a lot of good surfers come out of Byron, Atlantic area and um, it was just I, like I was always underneath everyone else. I was like the guy trying to be like everyone and um, it just made me try harder and harder and harder and then all of a sudden... The, I was the dude, the sort of, well, I don't <laughs> fucking know Fucking to sound like that. was a weird thing for me to say, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's, how, did
0: that, how did that happen? How do you go from, like, pulling into, like, the wreck left to pulling into, <laughs> pulling into like, Tumy's, 12 foot, like, backhand no hands with fucking one other guy out and it's hockey How, do you, how did you go from, from the wreck to Toomey's?
3: <laughs> well, I was just in the right place at the right time, I guess. Um, Billabong picked me up and I got that opportunity to go um, over to Western Australia with Ock and I just made the most of it and tried to charge and I don't know, I just felt comfortable. It was pretty fun. The waves just, I don't know, when you surf perfect waves, it doesn't feel like you're charging. You're just trying to have fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Man, you've had so many uh, incredible sections over the years and so many surf films, but I was watching Sons of Fun the other day and, uh, mate, the the section at the box in that is fucking (laughs) mind-blowing. What do you remember that day? Because you you took some, some of the heaviest beatings, like properly life-threatening floggings.
3: <laughs> I did. I actually burst my eardrum um, oh, during I'm that not su- session. I'm yeah. not surprised, man.
1: <laughs> There's one that's like a full fucking ten-footer that you you kind of fall backwards on and just, I don't know what happens to you. I guess if you fall at the start of that wave, you're kind of safe and the end section's completely fucking death. But yeah, can you talk to us about that, that wave and that session? Yeah, the box,
3: um, I don't know. It was just, um, it was there, it was offshore, it was six foot and perfect barrels and I wish I was on a more of a modern board. Like my six seven was didn't fit into the shape of the wave, but uh, uh,
2: six, I, yeah, six seven. That hurts so much for you to say that to me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> rattled me to the core. <laughs> you, you could do it. Was, it. If anyone could do it. It's you.
1: <laughs> well, you did it. You fucking you got coned out of your mind as well. You got spat out of some mantle ones. <laughs> I did, I did. But um, there was, I don't know. The waves are just perfect and
3: you don't really think of the consequences or you don't think of anything else except trying to make the wave and just trying... I'm always trying to better my surfing and you don't really care about the wipeouts. You're just trying to make the barrel or try and make a manoeuvre and that's what I've just done throughout my career is... Not worry about anything else except trying to me perfect what I'm trying to do personally.
1: Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm so fascinated about that wave, uh, especially at that size. Like, Can you just talk us through it, how it all functions out there, how the lineup fits together, like how you uh, get a psycho on without fucking dying on that end section? At the box, yeah. yeah I don't know, just don't think. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, <that> charge.
2: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, uh, you can only do that for a certain period. I'm not sure if about everyone else, but when the waves are big and heavy, I just have that mindset for like 20 minutes, half an hour and just go hammer and tong. And then after that, then you start to think about the consequences and what shit can go down and you sort of start to, yeah, fade away after that. But I used to just go hard for like half an hour.
0: <laughs> what was it like, Bede, you were on the, the Billy's team when you were a Grom, uh, getting to Hawaii and having someone who doesn't give a fuck about the size of the waves and, and you're having to paddle out with them?
4: Oh, yeah, it's, it's so amazing sitting here to, next to Margs because he was one of my mentors as well. And when we were, like, 17, Margs would take us in and we'd have our house at Log Cabins and there was, like, Cans, Ace Bakken, um, Austin Langridge, bunch of Rasta even stayed there too bunch of other crew and margs would take us out and like the most terrifying surf i was fucking shitting myself (laughs) and margs would just own it every time and and then you just have to step up but it was it was crazy like going under marg's wing for those few years in hawaii and that's yeah i I put that my success down to yeah hanging with this bloke right here see one of my favourite things to do
1: on this show is just to, to pick pro surfers' brains about, you know, what makes Margot Margot be. Like, talk to us about his surfing, you know, just the things... Fuck, fuck this thing. Um, <laughs> the, the things that, like, you know, just you took away from it, you know, watching him surf,
4: his approach, his technique, the way he positioned his body, all that kind of shit. Oh, I don't know. I just watched all those videos you said, like Sons of Fun, Bunyip Dreaming, like green iguana over and over again and I don't even know if I've told Margs this yet but like that's who I idolised like that was who I wanted to surf like and then as I got older I got fucking go to Hawaii and stay in the same house and he'd drive us to the beach and it was so surreal and um, but one thing that stands out to me was especially this one session at Rock Piles like and no one back then videoed or whatever, Margs paddled out on his own how big was Big Red? How What size board was that? Nine foot, yeah. Nine foot board. And he went out there and he was like... He didn't give a shit about like photos or footage or anything. And like that's what he gets... He's a free surfer so he gets paid for that. But he went out there and put on this show. Like all of us grommies came in and just sat and watched because it was so special like the surfing he was doing. The, he was laying down the craziest tracks and I was like... Fuck, that's epitome of surfing. It's like, don't give a fuck about anyone. I'm just out there and I'm going to rip shreds off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Respect.
4: Massive respect. It was crazy. It was like, that's like imprinted in my mind forever. Like, it was, it was, if you were there on that beach at that moment, it was pretty special. Fuck yeah. Hey, Wilco,
0: Wilco, did, did Goofy Footers give one flying fuck about anyone who stands natural footed or what?
5: Nah. (laughs) <laughs> Occy <laughs> uh, Nah, uh, I think um, the the best thing in surfing is seeing a big man on a big wave do a big turn on a big section and no one's done it yeah! better than Margot yeah. so um,
0: but yeah Oki off the bottom's pretty fucking good.
2: <laughs>
0: Goofy life. Uh, last night, just, just before we move on from the mentoring, last night, Parco's title story was saying, you know, Margot's coming on, and he said, oh, yeah, Margot was a great mentor, except for this one time I was I was had to get a flight home because I had to make this contest. <laughs> <laughs> and... I get into customs and all of a sudden they're just pulling me aside and they're going, what's this? What's going on? Margot would put a packet of minced meat in his board bag. <laughs> and he was just getting absolutely reamed. It was like, mate, did uh, am He was the cheekiest
3: grommet, though. He so deserved that, but, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about immigrations now. would probably kill me for that, but anyway. Did you actually do
5: that? Mate, packet. Um, <laughs> can you tell us just... Uh, w- <laughs>
0: Can you tell us about, like, how those films sort of changed your life? You know, uh, Sons of Fun, uh, Bunyip Dreaming, the McCoy films in particular, and then later on, Gainey, of course, you had a good working relationship with. But, like, how did your life change? Like, one minute you like I said, in Byron, next minute you're just all over the world. You know, you're on the Billabong Challenges, surfing against Kelly, Machado, all those sorts of guys.
3: Yeah, I still don't know how to answer that question because I was like the young kid from Boreham Bay just completely just in awe of what was happening and didn't I actually didn't understand what was happening I was just I was just just a cruisy young Boreham Bay grommet just going off the flow and it's funny when you go off the flow things do happen for you and um, yeah I was just all I wanted to do was surf and um, everything just fell into place I guess so um, I was just, yeah, it was an honour to surf with Jack and, um, like, Ocky was my idol too, what B was saying about me, so I was just couldn't, I was blown away that I was hanging out with Ock, and um, I think that helped improve my surfing as well, because I love goofy footers on their back end, it's like, especially Wilco too, mate, unbelievable, like, love watching you surf. footers watch 100%. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's just that calibre, Jack McCoy, Oki, and then tagging along with those guys is amazing. Well, what's
0: your best Oki story? Because you were camping out in <laughs> the desert with him. Uh, it was sort of like at a, at a bit of a crossroads in his life, I suppose. Things were, were sort of going well one minute and, and not so well the next. What was your best... What's your best memory of Oc?
3: <sighs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say to you. Oh. <laughs> <No.
2: laughs>
0: Who wants to hear an Oki story? Yeah. Oh. Safe place, no, mate. doesn't yeah. have to be as big as tear Just something you
3: saw that you just thought, fuck, that's unbelievable. Oh, I'm not sure. But it was pretty bizarre. <laughs> I don't want to throw a lock under the bus. I actually saw a lock at D-Bar the other day, and he goes, don't throw him in any bus mugs. Come no! on. I knew this was coming. No, yeah. <laughs> Oh, what comes to the top of my head? Uh, Well, after the first Green Iguana with him, we stayed at the casino at uh, Perth for two days or whatever, but um, he led me astray there Uh, anyway. But he actually got on a bit of a bender and went to France straight after. And I remember helping him get, well, to the he was pretty out of it and then he then he actually went to France, but he went MIA over there for quite a while. Um, I'm not sure. I heard he <laughs> I heard he parried his boards in the sand. and.
1: Oh, is yeah. that true? Yeah, a beach cleaner ran over his Someone's boards. board
3: and wanted to swim back home, but that's pretty heavy. Ah,
1: yeah. it's oh, a fucking classic mistake. We've all been there, Margot. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, mate, what... A- I'd love to know, too, like, those days uh, when you were doing all your surf travel, you know, it was, it was pretty rough in those days. Just the, tra- the surf travel itself, like, it wasn't, uh, you know, the style of luxurious uh, gallivanting around the globe that uh, the pro surfers of today do. Can you, can you explain to us just how rough it was? Like, uh, was there any classic stings or just, like, a classical fucking torturous travel story? I love those. <laughs>
0: going
1: to happen
3: on this show? Uh, not, I can't really, hmm, I'm not sure. Or even I, just
1: your best indo sting. I love a good indo sting too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a bit mind
3: blanked with, um, it's just a lot of time in transit, I guess. And then when you're in transit, you get, well, I don't know, you drink at the bar sort of thing and just get a bit sidetracked. But, uh, yeah, nothing to... Just flights not working out or whatever. And I don't... You just go with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got one for you. Uh, years ago, uh,
0: Margot and I went to the Philippines. We went to Cloud9. And uh, it was a bit of a motley crew. We had Zane Harrison and Robbie uh, Johnson and... Uh,
3: Nick Kane, yeah.
0: <laughs> NPJ was there. Kaney was there. Uh, it was a big crew, but Johnsy. Andrew Johns came along as well. He's got a famous history with his pub. Oh, what did he do here? Yeah, don't worry. But uh, anyway, we had to catch this uh, giant ferry, this old, old car ferry. We started playing drinking games in the, in, the, in the ferry on the way. It was like a 28-hour trip to get across this, this strait, And we all just ended up getting torched, and, uh, and Margot and I were sharing a room, and I was on the top bunk, and he was on the bottom. And I, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I just see him standing in the corner, just pissing into the <laughs> corner of our room. <laughs> Anyway, we got to the cloud nine and it was absolutely pumping. Fuck, it was going off. I don't know how. It's a pretty fickle wave, but we scored it. And uh, there was a little comp on that you won, I think, or did Percho win it?
3: Percho won. Percho won yeah, it, so. but uh,
0: you got uh, some incredible waves out there. And uh, after that comp, we decided to have a game of rugby league, you and Johnsy versus the rest of us. <laughs> fucking, I don't know who was picking the teams, but we were all noodled, um, little fucking whippets, and these two were just like... Monsters Next thing Kane He's got a broken nose Just shit off Flying all over he, his he face He had a
3: broken nose And I think he did his shoulder too but Yeah Johnsy Fucking thought up. He was in state of origin He was just next level Look
2: at that tackle from Johns That is shaking
4: Good The captain The number seven Has really
0: hurt What Macquarie's finest He's just yeah. Turned into a different human he, he said like Don't get me started Because I don't know how. I don't have an off switch <laughs> That is a, a metaphor for his life. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but the, the thing I remember uh, is, is most from that trip, Margot, is um, a similar story to Bede's one. There was just one Arvo where it was sort of semi-onshore. It was kind of like peaking eight foot and you just paddled out by yourself and fucking just tore strips off the joint, mate. It was such a pleasure to watch you surf in real life after being one of those kids who'd seen you in those movies as well. So Thanks heaps for the memories, brother. You're fucking legend. Can we, can we get
5: um, a big east swell and some onshore wind and Margot to just put fires out from yeah. the top of the state down to the bottom? Yeah, the <laughs> just one big section at each beach and it'll go 50
1: <laughs> miles in, man. <laughs> solve up. all of our problems. Solve it all. Solve it all. Be over tomorrow, this fucking shitstorm of fires. But, uh, Beadman, North Stratty. What a bizarre place to grow up. Uh, how did your olds end up there? And, yeah, what was life like uh, for the white Fijian?
4: Oh, it was pretty bloody good, actually. It was a couple super... of cones, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah, I went through the cone era about 10. <laughs> I was already out of it by 11. Um, it's funny on an island when you... <laughs> You're throwing they're yourself they're... under the bus, mate. Nah, I was talking about I getting bowled, t- but, like, it was all good. Tell it how it is. Um, there's not much going on over there. Nah. Small population, you, uh, yeah, you get exposed to things pretty quick, and then, yeah, you can Look, go what, one way or the other. What are you getting other. exposed to? Marijuana. Marijuana, the burning weed with its roots in
3: hell.
1: <laughs> Island vibes. Fucking, mate, it's a plant-based uh, herb and I've got no problem with it. I mean, if you're going to be exposed to cunts fucking drinking 10 schooners every night, why not fucking watch people rip a couple of billies?
4: What's the difference? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I know. I, 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 that was short-lived for me because I was went hard and I was... Yeah, I haven't touched it since, actually. Greened out and fucked that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no,
4: totally. It seems to do it to
1: you at that age. It's like uh, that kind of 10 to 14 age, I think, you shouldn't smoke pot. And then, like, I feel like the adolescent years, it's um, it, it, it kind of, it, it's agreeable. And then at that Saturn returns period around 27, 28, it starts to... <laughs> really fucking hammer you again but then you kind of you ride that for a bit and you come out and it's all good again like I'm loving these CBD oils and THC oils and shit man it's unbelievable so good for you incredible great so good for your microbiome your gut health couldn't have recommended it enough but uh yeah man North Australia how did your olds end up there like how did they yeah how the fuck do you end up on that island
4: yeah oh for me it was yeah obviously I just grew up there I didn't have any other idea how I got there but um yeah, my grandparents. Have you seen that uh, Kemal
1: Anderson, Tommy Lee
4: clip? Because that yeah. might give you a couple yeah, that of was ideas. Pretty much it. But uh, nah, my grandparents or my great grandparents actually originally, and yeah, they were kind of the first white settlers over there actually. And and uh, granddad, he started the first pub, the first barge, the post office. Um, yeah, like. Fuck! Do you look got... like that? Come from Monopoly with that hat on? <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they didn't have any money, but there was just nothing going on.
2: And (laughs) what about our Bob Minty Surf Shop there? That's got to be the hottest real estate in Australia. Yeah. the core per square inch of Bob minty's surf shop is unf- like fathomable it's like the nucleus of uh north Stradbroke core iconography in there like there's <laughs> like it's like a' it's a semi like a uh, museum of like core artifacts too there's like no swivel leggies in there still it's oh bullshit. That's it. yeah
4: yeah it's and it's nothing's changed that's it it's crazy you know you go to Stratty now and it's it's still the same and it's so community based and i don't know like I don't live there anymore. I moved when I was 20 to uh, get on the tour. I knew... Everyone calls it Sad Boak Island because there's not many girls and and it's like... (laughs) and And you get in this trap of just drinking every weekend and, like, you surf, obviously, all day, every day and then you go to the pub and get pissed and and you just get in this cycle and I was like... Fucking gorgeous. (laughs) Sounds like Nirvana.
0: Mate, when are we moving up there, Smitty? <laughs> we'll pack the pano,
1: mate. It's out the front.
4: And it, and it is, it's fucking fun. But but then reality hits. Was like, what are you gonna do for work? And I was like, I knew I had a talent. And then I moved to Carumban and chased my dream down and um, left and yeah, fulfilled the dream. But I still go to Australia and now I can tap into suck and piss and. T- tapping out and go home like that yeah. and do work so it's um and obviously i love everyone up there but it is like any small town you know everyone here in the lennox knows it's like you can get caught up in the in the little in the in the cliques and that and and you just gotta yeah it's hard tell us about mate
0: once you uh once you sort of left Stratty and you became kind of a contemporary of the Coolie kids, right? That, that was all happening in your generation. How much of a force were those guys? Did you sort of ring into their energy or did you feel like you were always battling to sort of make a name for yourself outside of that collective that they had going?
4: Yeah, it's funny like reflecting on that. I remember Yeah, there they are. Yeah. Gorgeous. Oh yeah, that was that cologne we started. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Surfcore, explain. Yeah, if you want a good cologne, um, head on down to your local uh, department store and buy Ocean Mist.
1: Mental. Is this kind of like that idea Kramer was running with? It's like the, the seaweed and the kind of rotting shellfish all bottled up in a cologne.
2: A cologne
5: that smells like the beach. I can't believe I'm saying this, but that's not a bad idea. <laughs>
0: Uh, but how was it, mate, surfing against those guys? Were they were they a click and did you feel on the outside of it?
4: How oh, did that motivate you? Oh, I, met, I remember meeting Parco when he was about 13. He came over to Australia and, like, I would not been anywhere. I'd never left the island, really. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's fucking amazing. Like, his talent. And then Mick came over around 14. Like, they were on doing Billabong Quicksilver trips when Mick was back with Billabong. And I was like, shh, far out. This is... This is the level like you want to get to, and and I don't know. I just made friends with him. I remember swapping boards with Mick when I was like twelve, and riding his board and he rode mine, and and then I was as it progressed. They were just like obviously went to stardom, like way way up there in uh, in those levels, and I was like, fuck, you know, I want I want to I want to go. Go there too, and and um, move down the coast, and and yeah, I was all, almost an outsider, but I didn't give a shit. I was like, did they like you, or did you like them? How did um, it go down? No, they. I think they like me. I don't know. You never know, eh? You're like, <laughs> right. hey, hey, mate, hey, mate, how you go. Yeah. What a fucking coup! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you see that guy surf? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, a couple of times, I don't know, I got a bit of a wild streak and they'd say, oh, you're being a fuckhead on the piss, you know, like, <laughs> pull your head in. <laughs> first year on tour, that was like, I don't know, I was just so excited and, like, uh, yeah, they're just like, maybe just tone it back a little bit. But, um... But, yeah, because you're so used to your surroundings on strata, you can do anything because it feels like family. Like, they lo- like, they'll love you unconditionally and then you go in the big, wide world and you'd be a dickhead and then you're, you're sitting on the curb by yourself, you know, so...
1: Mate, I, can't be- I just can't believe Eugene Fanning is going to bed. Uh, excuse me, mate, this is a little uncouth. Can you please behave yourself. I think you're a little intoxicated, Bede. I think it's time to go home and uh, put yourself in a taxi, mate. You're embarrassing everyone. You're making a scene. <laughs> uh, mate, let's, let's take a
0: look at a, a few moments from your life because uh, we want to get to some nitty-gritty moments. Uh, this is a, a, a good one, the 2012 Fiji swell. You're, you're one of the only four guys. You, four guys surfed the heat on this day. It was you, Rani Montero. Oh, hey. oh, oh,
1: Melling! Hey. Oh, hey. Melling. Hey. Fucking hey. oh, Lennox hey. Head's flying Adam Melling. I didn't and let just, us forget that one, no, mate. shopping no, no. at the bit to mention mailing. I was trying to set
0: it up, but they blew too early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, and Kai Otten. I mean, it, it's gone down as one of the most legendary days in surfing history. I think uh, that's Mello. That's Mello there. Yeah. To, to talk about yeah. this is actually my favourite photo from this day. Out of all the surf shots or anything, is this next shot.
4: This, this, How's this the is gaps
0: ju- in the teeth? <laughs> this is like literally just five seconds after Matt, uh, who was the, the conest director? Hey, Matty so Matt Wilson just said, yeah, boys, it's on, you're out there. That's their faces.
4: <laughs> we were fucking shitting ourselves and we were staying in the same room. Like I, I roomed with Mello for maybe five to eight years on tour and, I asked him to come today, but he didn't want to hang out with all you people. So Ah. next time you see me at the point, drop in on him. (laughs) Mate, but we were absolutely shitting ourselves. There was, like, I remember some of the Brazilians, I don't know how many Brazilians in the room, but some of them were crying this day. (laughs) Because, like, because we were at the start of the heat draw. And it was, like, obviously, it was fucking massive. And it was that moment where fight or fly, you know, it was just like, holy shit, we got to paddle that. And you're right, Blakey, like, when we had to go out there, we were shitting ourselves. And I'd never seen surf that part of the reef. I, that was a borrowed 7.3. I didn't even have a board. My biggest board was 6.8. eight. And uh, borrowed a 7.3 and it was terrifying. You're just out, and it was like big blue, and you just see these huge waves coming. and You're like, "Is this a good one?" <laughs> yeah. But, and Mellow did too. It was like it was such a, um, like, moment we'll never forget. But yeah, it was it was it was good when it was over. When we got back on the boat, <laughs> like, <laughs> mate. Can you talk
0: about? Like, what you guys... Because we saw your faces before the heat. Like, when you're actually in a heat, are you, the heat, does it matter? Are you thinking about points or getting through? Or were you two just sitting out there going, what the
2: fuck
4: are we doing oh, here? Yeah, I think we were so scared. I didn't even talk. It was just like, fuck. Just turn and go and turn and go. I didn't, oh, that's my, That was my whole mentality, is just when I get out the back, anything that comes, I'm going. Because I, I didn't want to sit and think about anything. I was like... Absolutely shitting myself and, and then obviously, yeah, you just back what your talent is and you're taking it and you, and then, yeah. Once well, you're on a wave, you don't really know what's going on anyway. Yeah, I remember
0: I was sitting on the boat with you guys and um, watching you two surf, fuck, it was mind-blowing. Like, Melling was skittering out and fucking just doing the biggest high lines. Like, they almost looked accidental. Like, that, that shot that we saw before where he's up high. He was just fucking fanging, mate. I don't know how fast he was going, oh, but it was some of the fastest shit I've ever yeah, seen in my life. He, it was
4: fucking he was, amazing. Yeah, because he didn't want to borrow a board and his biggest board was 6'8". And when I saw him pick it up for the heat, I'm like, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm, I was like, I'm borrowing a board. Like, I can't ride a, a board like that out. It was massive. I was like... And then when he took it out, I'm like, i got you. <laughs>
1: And once the contest wrapped, I mean, did you watch the action from the channel?
4: Oh, it was one of the best days in my life. That and Code Red at Chopes. Those are the two best days I've ever seen in surfing. Just, not even the surfing, just the fucking waves. Like that much power. I remember that big set that you showed before, and the smell of the ocean after. It like wow, just Sorry, turned mate, the that was reef me. up. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: we came flooding out when that thing stuck out of the ocean.
4: No, but that was, yeah, that was... I'll never forget that for sure. And who was your, you know, who was the standout performer in your
1: opinion or who just did something that, you know, you fucking just blew your mind? Oh, um,
4: the Chile guy. Um, oh, Ramon Navarro. Uh, Ramo, Ramo, yeah, he bat- was... He went hard straight away. Like, everyone was a bit tentative and waiting until it cleaned up and he was just attacking and, like, just charging like I've never seen anyone. I don't... He's just fucking got balls of steel. He's... He's tapped, and he's a to-
1: he was what a pretty much an unknown, you know. He's like a very underground kind of guy. Was that mind blowing to see some Chilean battler you'd barely heard of just packing the fucking biggest bluest cones of all time? Just come screaming out, praying to God, crying his eyes out. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, Akbar,
4: all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's, yeah, he's 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 seriously psycho. Because he, yeah, he, he went hard and then everyone was like, oh, it's kind of, yeah, you, these are makeable. And then obviously the talent showed through, like, Ian Walsh and John John, like, they got, those guys got sick ones. And um, there was plenty of other sick ones, but he was, a f- for me, the standout of, like, he didn't care about his life. He was just like, I'm going. My favourite wave of that whole day was right at the very end of the day. Dave Wassel.
0: They kept the uh, they kept the commentary running, so he was working, and he, he lives for that surf. That's all he does. He's got fucking boards longer than this pub in his garage, <laughs> and, and he had to sit there fucking commentating that like you know once in a lifetime swell all day long. And he finally got in a boat and got out there. It's sort of getting dark. It's still maxing out. He's got dry hair. He jumps off, paddles over. All the boys are going, mate, next one's yours, next one's yours. And he's going, really, really, really? And this thing comes and he just takes off, fucking grabs the rail on this 12-foot banana that he was riding, gets fucking caved off his dial. It just blows like fucking crazy. And he comes off the back with dry hair. Wow. And Blue like Tommy, Tommy Lee or- on the
1: end of a speed bender, mate. It was mental. <laughs>
0: And fucking Garcia Garcia's sitting on the ski and he goes like this, go in. He goes, go in. And, and Dave's like, what? I've been commentating. He goes, mate, that was fucking the best wave I've ever seen in my life. Go in, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Send him in. One wave. He was out there for five minutes and he, he got like nine covers all around the world. It was fucking amazing day.
4: In, oh, unbelievable. He paddled out way deeper than everyone and like I think he told him like I've been working all day. Next set's fucking mine. Yeah, Fuck he...
1: playing the blue collar, the blue <laughs> collar card.
4: I've and been off, on the fucking bricks all
1: day, mate. Everyone was Next waiting for you mine. to go
4: out, Blakey. Everyone was waiting for you to go out,
0: one. <laughs> oh mate, that was fucking scary. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Wilco, were you on tour when that swell hit? I was. I was pretty
5: comfy on the boat that day. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the front bar in Namoto, Another skull drag. Thanks, mate. I drank coffee until it was time to drink beer, and then I drank beer. And it was one of the best days of my life, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and if, oh, mate. If that day was to happen again, like, would you expect the tour guys to surf that now? To have the right boards and to to be able to do it?
5: Um, I I don't think so. I think it does, like, if you have two hours to catch one wave on a day like that, that's fair. But if you're, like, hunting for a two-point wave (laughs) and there's three minutes left and you Paddling into the inside <laughs> and, and a 40 foot wave wants to land on your head. <laughs> and fuck that. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: yes, well said. But,
5: well played. Agreed. I don't
0: know. All right, let's go to another pretty major moment in your life, Bede, sort of towards the end of your career. This was hectic, mate. Uh, you're a pipeline master. Granted, you did win in three foot surf, so you know,
1: whatever. <laughs> oh, come on. But.
0: Wait, hey. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, look what happens when it gets big. He breaks his pelvis in half. <laughs> but can you talk us through this, this wave? This is the one. Like, Pipe, you always hear people say it's just it's not perfect. You paddle out there
4: every single time as a different beast. What happened here? Oh, it was really bad. And it's so true. Like, Pipe, I oh know people compare Pipe to Chopes. I'll take Chopes any day. Chopes is so much more perfect. But, um, yeah, I'd take Chopes any day over Pipe. It, and, Wilco, I'm sure you're the same in Marg's. It's, it's um, yeah, Pipe's so unruly. And this wave here, I was like, oh, I'm on the best wave. It's an inside nugget. I'm going to drop in and just get shack coned off my head. <laughs> and I'm going to get spat out and... F- Wax this wanker. <laughs> but um, no, th- yeah, when I got air, I was like, nah, still got it, still got it. And then, yeah, obviously went pear-shaped, sucked over the falls, pole-driven in the bottom, and, yeah, I was fucked, literally. Um, what did yeah, that impact feel like? Like, did, yeah. was it just that white flash and just underwater just completely? Uh, it was out? really slow-mo, like a car crash, hit the bottom, felt my pelvis actually break. Um, everything was Fuck. like, yeah. Everyone was so slow mo, and and then it like it just held me there, and the lip just kept just driving me to the bottom, and yeah, I was yeah, broke my pelvis, and it um, it's called open book pelvic fracture, and the doctors know what that is. It's like but, a Portuguese um, chicken, yeah, right? Yeah, rip, rip. <laughs> Pretty much, it's like splaying a chicken, and then rip my abs off the bone as well in a wheelchair for a couple of months and, um, but to be honest, it was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Even though it was the worst thing, like, fully reshaped my life and, and yeah, so many good things have happened from it from, like, a most fucked situation. Is all that hardware still in there? Uh, I got the 16 centimeter rod out of the back um, and still got what, the.
0: What about the yeah, sixteen tw- centimetre rod at the front, mate? Yeah, How's nah, that going?
4: No, nah, that one's twenty-two. That's twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> still. How do they get the
1: fucking rod out of your back? Like, uh, how, uh, is that a whole another surgery you need yeah, to have? Pretty eye, yeah, mate.
4: Yeah. No, <laughs> 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 no, nah, nah, he's got that out, but still got the uh, another plate and screws in the front. But um, yeah, wouldn't wish it on your worst enemy. Was it was hell. And talk to us about the comeback. Were you shocked by
1: the severity of the injury and the the length of time that it took to rehabilitate the injury?
4: Yeah, and that was was one of the hardest parts because there was no, like, data, like... Well, especially in a surfer, I don't think many... Well, not at that level a surfer had done an injury like that. So I was like... I remember when it happened and I came to after morphine for a couple of days and I was like, When well, I am I gonna be good for Snapper, am I good for Snapper? And they're like, Oh wouldn't tell me anything and then and then as I started getting progress then I started like, Oh yeah, it'll probably be twelve months kind of thing to come back but yeah, it was it was definitely uh one of those um injuries that you just yeah, you just had to go through and and rebuild and like, enjoy the little little wins, that was a big thing for me. It was, like, because it felt so far away, like, surfing and getting back on tour, I was, like, I don't know, like, if I can get upstairs and sleep in my own bed, that's a win. If I can, yeah, do anything, like, yeah, that's a win, you know? Wow. That's huge. Hey, uh, I know you guys were
0: booing me before. Fuck is. <laughs> But no disrespect to this guy. He's a triple crown champ. You don't win the triple crown unless you know what you're fucking doing in solid waves. And let's just actually celebrate this moment, this next shot. When Aussies win, I, I don't know about you guys, uh, all three of you, like the Pipe Masters to me is, is just as good as it gets. It's like a, it's like a world title on its own. It's, it's something elevated above every other comp win. Maybe Bells has a similar vibe or something. What did it mean to you, beat to win that one?
4: Oh, it was crazy, and it's funny, like, that Kong was on the show last night, but before this day, like, I was working with Kong, and and he was just in my ear, like, you fucking got this, you know, as Kong does, and, yeah, that boost of placebo, and, like, going down there, and you always dream of it, like, Andy and Sonny, and, um, like, and Aussie hadn't won for a long time, so I was like, fuck that, like, we need to get... The Aussies back up there. Yeah, and, Kenny
1: O's son.
4: <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I obviously had a good leg. I got second at Helieva, and it was massive Helieva, Eva. I was absolutely shitting myself there. And Parco got third. It was pretty much a battle between Parco and I this year, and then we went to Sunset, and he lost straight away. And then I think I made the quarters, and then we both made the final at Pipe, and it was whoever finished kind of higher at Pipe. And I was just like... I'm just doing whatever to beat Paco, and then, and then he ended up getting fourth because he got in a mad hassle with Dingo. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, because him and Dingo, it was like they had the, they thought they were behind the Rocket Snapper or something. Forgot <laughs> there was even a comp going on, yeah. and I, and Pancho and I were in the final as well, and we got free reign, and I just did my thing, and yeah, it was it was one of those yeah, I was just blown away that like even now just. Talking about it, it's pretty surreal. Fucking pipe master, mate. That's all time.
0: Yeah. All right. This is always a nice juicy section of the show. We want to ask you guys about your relationship with this next bloke. Because, B, you were in a world title race. And uh, I'm just curious to know, how, how did you go coping with the goat? Because this is where you got him at Tressel's.
4: Yeah, it felt good to get him at Tressel's. Yeah, that was before he profiled me and knew who I was. And then after that, he—he's so full on. What
1: do you mean profiled you? Like, uh, was he staking you out, taking photos of you, taking the trash out and shit? Is that what yeah. you
4: mean? Oh, one to- one time. This is this is before I was married. But I was- yeah, no, he didn't try. He tried to read me. No, no.
0: <laughs> I, but, no, we're at J-Bay. Hang on, hang on, wait. This story is... I didn't know it was true or not because Kong told it last yeah. night. This is fucked oh, up if Kong it's true. did Kong tell it?
4: No, you tell it now. But, anyway... Kong, Kong says a lot of things, so... Uh. <laughs> anyway, we're in the quarterfinals at J-Bay. I was against Kelly and the waves were firing and I was feeling good. And then about half an hour before it, He comes up, sits next to me, and I was with Taryn, who's my wife now, but um, at the time, anyway, he comes up and goes, oh, you know this girl, Lindsay? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, I was just hanging out with her like when I was on the coast and she said to say hello. And I was like... Massive reptile. What? And he's like, yeah, 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 just hanging out with her and, yeah. And I was like... And then he just walked off. And I was like... Oh, my Lord. Wow. And then, obviously, Taryn's like, who's Lindsay? And I was like... I was like, oh, yeah, this... And I told her, I was just being honest. I was like, yeah, I, I was with her before you, whatever, like... Like, we'd only just... And, and then, yeah, obviously, and then he smoked me in the heat. Such a cunt. <laughs> he got me a fucking beauty.
0: But you guys look like such good friends in this photo. <laughs> yeah, only because I beat him. Look, <laughs> well, you, know, you can actually see in Kelly's face here, he's looking at you going, I am going to fuck you up next time we and if we look at the next shot... A photo appears of Kelly Slater and Bede Derbage after the final of the 2008 Rick Curl Pro at Bells Beach. I think um, this actually was a heavy final. I, I was calling this one, I think, on the beach, and um, you had the lead. It was all said and done. It was like 30 seconds to go. We were both sitting on the bowl, and he paddled over to Rincon and did a shitty little double grab and snapped you.
4: Oh, no, that was heartbreaking. That still haunts me now. I was... Fuck, I was so devoed. o We
0: Geggy. Geggy. We need Mick Fanning here to pull him into line. You know, how do you, how do you cope with him when, you, when you're surfing against him? Because these, these heats and stuff, yeah, we know that you're, you're always going to have these in-the-battles, in-the-moment battles. Uh, in the moment battles. But what's he like when you're sort of around
4: the contest and stuff? Do you just stay away from him? Oh, he's he's honestly... I don't know. He, he's... Yeah, I, I can't read him, eh? He's, he can be your best mate and then he's just... Yeah, it depends what mood he's in. I don't know. Or if he's strategizing to beat you. It's really hard. Like, he's come over to our house, had dinners and like... But then other times he's... Yeah, he's a hard man to to... Yeah, know what, what he's thinking inside. What about you, Matthew? How do you go with the goat?
0: <laughs> um, you guys like sharing waves, I know that much. There's a nice shot.
5: <laughs> yeah. I had priority and he got a nine. Sick.
0: You had priority and he got a nine? Yeah.
5: <laughs> well played. Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to fucking life, Matthew. <laughs> um, nah, I don't know. He's definitely a pretty strange cat, but <laughs> I guess all people who are that good are. I don't know.
0: What? what how, many, like... how many, like, did you have, how did you cope with him? Because, like, you would have been watching Kelly Slater in black and white, like all, all, the, all of us did. Yeah. What's it like when you get on tour and all of a sudden you got him in a heat?
5: Yeah, I thought he'd be. Dead by the time I was on tour. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh.
2: <laughs> he's dead inside. <laughs> After that pan and tummy <laughs> beard.
5: No. I don't know. He was he's a god of our sport and I like I don't know. I what he's done is incredible and I like I don't know. I I I love his surfing and I love everything he's done, but he's definitely a A pretty strange cat. (laughs) (laughs) This was a a memorable moment for me. (laughs) Probably me getting comboed again. (laughs) Doing slashes.
0: Did you ever get him? Did you get him a few times?
5: Yeah, I've beat him a few times. I think Pump and J Bay winning against Kelly was like. Fuck. Talk us through that heat, Milko. What do you (laughs) What do you remember of that heat? Uh, it's pretty much the same as my whole career. It was a uh, bottom turn, backhand snap, oh, back snap, bottom turn, backhand snap, bottom turn, backhand snap, end section. So I did a backhand snap on that. <laughs> that was about it.
1: But what a backhand snap. Well played, and what a snap it is.
0: Uh, Ma- Margot, what about you, man? Like, you, you know, you, you did the billabong challenges against Kelly. I mean, you, here you are, free surfing, not having to deal with any of that fucking head noise, any of those mind games, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you're paddling out and you're basically having your surfing compared to his. What, what was that like for you? You know, J-Bay was fucking pumping when you guys were there and then up north in, in uh, the billabong ch- challenge in the desert. Yeah. Um... How'd you cope with him?
3: It was quite bizarre. It was cool to surf. A f- I surfed a final at uh, the Billabong Challenge in Jay Bay with him, but I hate and to it was I hate relate to huge. things that it was, drugs. It was massive, yeah. right? Yeah, it was massive. But um, that morning, me and Paulie actually... Um, well, someone gave us a cookie. And I, 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 no word of a lie, and I don't do that. I don't really smoke pipe.
1: Yeah, man, and or, I'll tell I'll you what, cookies drugs, are not mild, especially no. in South Africa. Maybe that's like no, doing no. poison in the gut, dude. That will rock
3: your but world. But it was two foot in the morning, and they said no. Nah, the con- there's no. The- we didn't think the contest would be on that day, and then I was at Derek Hines' place, and um, we're going down. He his- had a big slippery dip in his house. It was pretty trippy. Me and we not- were just having fun there. Then next minute we look out the window, and I was like four to six foot and then I was like, oh my god, I was like and they're going, it's on, it's on. I'm like I just remember being at the end of the headland or well, J Bay trying to paddle out and I'm going to Kelly Slater. I'm just like, Are you kidding me? I'm like I can't even get off the beach <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. That's
3: amazing. But uh, yeah wow. I managed to get one or two waves in slow motion and <laughs> but uh, and I got flogged down the end. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that was a mistake. <laughs> didn't w- didn't work for you, obviously. The cookie, the edible. What was that sorry? It didn't work for you. No, the no absolutely not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mate, I just love that you've surfed a final against Kelly Slater at Pump and Ten Foot J Bay. That is so sick. Forgot, you know, never bothered with the Kiwi, didn't bother with the Junior Series, and there you are, just in perfect waves against the goat.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's the pinnacle of surfing, right there, pretty she much. Doesn't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ah, uh, boys, we can't let this go without talking about Andy. Um, you guys, uh, beat and Wilco, on tour with him. Uh, just tell us your best Andy story. W- everyone loves hearing about him. He like he was such a great bloke. He had so much passion, so much rawness, but he was just honest to a fault. You always knew where you stood with him. He was fucking amazing like that.
4: Well, oh, obviously he's an incredible surfer, but. He's a wild man. But then he had this really soft, nice side to him as well. But, he, yeah, he switched in and out and you definitely didn't want to get on the wrong side of him. I remember like, when we were staying in the Billabong house in Hawaii and if he lost poker, you are <laughs> fucked. He would, like, just like, destroy the whole house like, and go in his room and come out for two days. He's so competitive, like, he could not handle losing...
0: Yeah, I knew there's that famous story on that uh, Red Bull trip where he, he lost poker to Bo, Eminem and Bruce and he went downstairs and threw his laptop out the fucking window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's fucking...
4: he's Yeah, he's psycho, but obviously, credible, credible surfer. And um, one, one of the funniest things I remember was, was I went to his wedding and the night after his wedding, he's like, yeah, boys, let's go surfing. And we went to... Um, this oh, no, Sorry, this left in uh, Kauai. Probably have to bleep that out, but uh, carry yeah. on. But um, yeah, and we all like, there's a designated channel, like you just paddle out, and for some reason, he just wants to paddle out this other way, and obviously, he had a big night, and paddles out, just gets shredded his whole back, just paddles gets annihilated on the reef and then paddles out and he's just pouring out blood and just keeps surfing and just, like, killing it. But he's just like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like you want to point a, prove a point to us boys or something. It's like, yeah, this is how we do it over here. It was, wow. Wow. What, what,
1: about, it, uh, what about the best
4: surfing you ever saw AI put down? Geez, so many. Um, for me, probably Mexico in 2006 uh that that comp i don't know if anyone else has seen that but yeah it was the most perfect waves ever and and he was just in his element it was just like it it wasn't even like he was competing against anyone it was just like he was just going out there and like surfing and just come in and just wipe the floor and obviously won the final and and yeah it was it was ridiculous he's like no he was when he when he get in that zone it was so untouchable and it was just like and he's gonna win and on a technical level I want to pick
1: your brain again man like just talk to us about AI's surfing man his style the
4: mechanics of it you know what what you took away from it oh for me like and even now like cause that's my role like with um coaching and stuff it's so raw and and un- the unpredictability of his lines, that's what I st- stands out. And, like, Ethan surfs like that now too and a couple of other young guys like Liam O'Brien and even Melling, you know. Like, you don't know what they're going to do on the wave and that's why it's so entertaining. It's just, like, they take off and you're, like, they got a clean canvas and most people, you're like, oh, they're going to do a snap or a cutty or whatever. And backhand Yeah, backhand snap. Wilco. <laughs> 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 but they just, like, he just... Andy would just be like, you wouldn't have any idea what he's gonna do, and he's so, um, I don't know, like he's really, his his stance, he like was quite, um, I don't know, like parallel with the waves, so he could he could adjust a lot more than other surfers when they like the the technique they have, and that just gave him more opportunities to like bust big airs or lay down the biggest hacks ever, so. Fuck yeah.
0: What about you, Wilco? Do you have any uh, memorable run-ins with Andy? Um, yeah, I think the most
5: impressive surfing I ever saw him do, him and Bruce went out um, this wave in Reunion Island. And uh, closer. I have to be closer to the mic, apparently. Um, <laughs> um, no, so there's, like, perfect left where the comp was. And then there was this psycho, right, like, dry reef thing. And I was sitting in the car with um, Mick and I don't know who else, but Andy and Bruce battled out and we were like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking seen. It was, like, dry reef, ten foot and psycho. And they were just like, Andy was getting the craziest pits and it was going on to like proper dry reef and he's like punching out the back of 10 foot slabs and like somehow surviving but yeah I don't know I think he him Bruce a lot of the Hawaiian guys just have like a I don't know reef doesn't seem like it (laughs) Hurts. Mm.
2: <laughs> what, what about what about if, if I you... get
5: like a one centimetre cut, I'm like, ah, mom,
1: <laughs> mom. Nature's exfoliation,
0: <laughs> mate. What about your personal relationship with him? Did you have heats? Did you ever catch the fire? Uh,
5: I ha- I think I only had one heat, and it was at Chopes, and it was two foot. And You would have been fucking cheering. I was, and I was ripping. <laughs> yeah, if it was ten foot, I would have lost. If it was one foot and I still lost. <laughs> this seems like a common theme. Every story I tell is me losing.
1: Oh come on, mate! Not true,
0: man. Come on,
1: bro. Oh right, well, let's fucking let's get into when you were winning because you held the gold leaders jersey for half the year at one point. And it was very. There it is. P-nod. 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 fucking mad that year yeah just talk to us about that year and, and the rhythm you got into man
0: um yeah that was a i don't know pretty fun fun year for me <laughs> well, like I hang won, on uh... if, you, if you set some context around this you, you'd had a few years on tour you were on the bubble constantly sort of like needing results towards the tail end of the year right and then you get micro in your corner he sort of winds up his career and things start to sort of pop into shape what was he saying to you? Like, how did he get your mindset into this new place where he was like, like oh, man, oh,
1: little you minor Irish jockey. mental. <laughs> so good. Yes. Fuck, he's good, Michael. What a hell, man. Well, how did he change
5: your attitude? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think I always wanted to win, but... I also was happy to go to the pub if I lost. <laughs> and then I was, I was paying someone to like, make me win. And so if I didn't win, I was like, fuck, this is
1: a waste of money. <laughs> I love it. This is such simple logic. Very good, Wilco. Great strategy. He's a mastermind. Nah. It's so true, though. There's nothing worse than just <laughs> pissing money up the wall, is there? But look get your money's
0: worth. Take us through this event, because this was huge. This was your first CT win, right? Yeah. I mean, you should have won Santa Cruz. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking there, but... That was a, <laughs> that was a stitch-up. That was heavy, but this was your first win. Like, tell us about your run through the event. Did you feel like from the word go that it was going to happen, or did you feel your momentum building? Where were you um, at?
5: Yeah, I... I don't know, I felt good at the start, and I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be another nice round four finish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm big, Um, I'm hot. Nah, um... I don't know, I've surfed snapper since I was eight years old, and I've always thought that I could do well out there. I've done backhand snaps for a (laughs) a long time. (laughs) Um... And, no, I was I was kind of surprised my whole career that I hadn't done better at snapper. I like, I feel... That's fucking ludicrous. Wow.
1: Is that back-end snap? <laughs> yeah, you could call it that. I'll probably, I don't know... I'd exactly call that a backside snap that thing's fucking bizarre no one can do like
0: those that. no one can do them like you do them mate like that full pivot yeah. on the nose and just the full tail blow with such a sick it's turn it's mental
1: talk to us about when you unlocked that move because I felt like you know you were edging along on the tour and then suddenly you just had the fucking wildest backside attack <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I do you, Was there I, a point where it just clicked and you're like fuck I, I can actually do this turn like to a crazier degree than what I could last season. I think it
5: was. I think it was always there, and I'd throw it out every now and then. And then it just. I got confident enough to do it on every section that came at me. Forehand cut back section, backside snap. <laughs> no, I don't know. I was my boards. Felt great. My coach was uh, in my corner. Uh, uh, I'd like to thank my sponsors.
1: <laughs> Super stalker.
0: Uh, is it true? We
1: God. spoke about
0: it. Uh, we spoke about it on the potty. Is it true that that rashy didn't come off for three or four days after the, after well, the present? Well, I can, I can
1: say as uh, the two-time gold cone Two piece award-winning days. surf journalist, I know it didn't come off for one whole day and night because i seen you the next morning kicking around coolly in your fucking contest-winning rashy. <laughs> Doesn't everyone on the Gold Coast just
0: wear rashies to
5: <laughs> cafes and shit?
0: <laughs> Very true. We'll talk about like you're on this mad high, you've reached this crazy goal, like winning a CT is fucking not easy to do. And then you go down to Bells, like, was, was winning that comp on the agenda? Did Micro have you thinking, you can fucking do this? Because no one had done a back to back, I think, since maybe Andy or Sonny Garcia or someone like that. It had been a long time. Um. In fact, Kelly Slater had done it in 2008, the year he beat bead at Bells.
5: Yeah, I, I definitely didn't predict it. <laughs> um, it was, I don't know, I felt the actually the first few heats at Bells felt pretty average. And then yeah, my... Hangover? Yeah, it was hungover. <laughs> and then my heat, my heat against Julian, I needed a 9.4 or something. And got a 9-6 that I claimed about seven times fuck. on the
2: yeah, way okay.
1: <laughs> That was an iconic
0: fucking clutch wave, I remember that. And
5: I
2: think it was um, the
1: first
0: time we've ever seen you just gritted out. You know what I mean? Like, you were, you were, your back was against the wall and you backed yourself. And I reckon your face in this photo says a lot about
2: how you are feeling.
0: Fuck you, Julian.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> you beautiful cunt. <laughs> Um, (laughs) uh, no I think that was that was a a turning point for me in the event I was like I, I caught that wave and then I was like I can do anything and the rest pretty much the rest of the comp felt
0: easy I was like Doing back end snaps, <laughs> <laughs> and, and beating Geordie in the final. How did that feel? Because you know yeah, everyone was going, "This is the guy to beat at at Bell's." They'd been saying that for years, even though he'd never won. How, how did it feel having the white jockey in the final?
5: Pretty good. <laughs> have you have you seen how close his nipples are together? <laughs> Super weird. It's it's ninety percent of our He's podcast really on is on the nipples. Of his tits. <laughs> <laughs> Got cross eyed nipples. I don't mean to be mean I don't know if that's mean maybe that's sexy 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 <laughs> but his nipples
0: are super close together um, so at this stage every single world title contender had had a shocker pretty much no one had two results in the bag your lead on the ratings was fucking astronomical and um, uh, I heard I got, Kelly I got ripped off at
5: Margie's against Parker. Anyway, go on. Yeah,
0: I remember that. I I think that's absolutely a fair call.
2: (laughs) 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 Uh,
0: It's a fair call, though. That was a fucking dodgy call, and it could have changed everything. But, I mean, surfing's full of that sort of stuff. But what was it like to be world number one? You know, how, how different did it feel to have that giant lead and to have everyone looking at the back of your head and just looking just basically drawing a target on it
5: um yeah it was it was weird I, w- I was just enjoying it I think having John John looking at me head is, is pretty impressive <laughs> hey John <laughs> hey little <old> Johnny <laughs> um you suspect nah, sucks to be you John <laughs> For me I was uh, I was just stoked. Like the caliber of surfing in the world is like is so high and so to be to be leading to the tour was like I don't know, I was surprised, but I was also having the fucking best time.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. One of the all time good guy good time guys. In pro surfing, you were a kind of a, a David boone esque Andrew Johns-esque, Stephen Bradbury. <laughs> nah,
2: come on, mate.
5: Sorry if Stephen's You're here. You're
2: getting fucking vert, dude. Ah. Was but, that the, you got that massive bar tab that like after this event? It is. Yeah, there was. I'm calling bullshit on that
5: tab though. There was like 700 vodkas. We were drinking tequila.
2: What was the th- <laughs> wow. what wow. was the final number for Lister's at
5: home? I don't know, it was like 6 uh, $6,000 or something. At Fuck, Ridgway would have been stocked at Talkey Pub and everything. Everything's $3 at Torquay Pub, so it was, it was solid.
1: And uh, man, talk to us about like when you're in that kind of form, what is the what, what is the contest preparation look like? Like what is the public not seeing? What's going on behind the closed doors with, you know, the Micro Surf Academy?
5: Uh, like ten ten thousand push-ups before sunrise every day. I thought uh, so. I
1: thought it'd be something like that. Are you, were you doing nah. the Tony Iodonicus like face slap, <laughs> you and Michael? psyching up? No, nah, we. I don't know. We had a
5: pretty good program going on. We were train every day, surf twice every day, have every uh, every part of everything prepared before like i don't know boards fins wax there was no uh there was nothing that we were questioning i guess we were like ready to go every morning and um and yeah yeah and then sometimes you win (laughs) Sometimes you lose. <laughs> Did the same shit while I was losing.
1: But. It, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, fuck. I was gonna say it's a fucking, It's a fickle game, pro surfing, it's mate. A... You're top five in the world and pretty much booted from tour the next year. Or uh, yeah, I mean, how, what was that like, dude? Like, just the that roller coaster. <sighs> um. Yeah. It was. I don't know. It was weird. I had the
5: last the last year when i fell off to was like i felt like i was surfing better than the years before i felt like everything was in place to to do well but um i don't know i was like losing heats with high scores i was having heats where we both ended up with six points and i needed 6.3 points like shitty weird little heats and then Um, Yeah, I just thought it was going to happen, and it didn't.
1: (laughs) What is that, like, mentally, what what sort of space are you in after going through something, like, where you were literally so close to winning a world title, uh, and the next minute you you relegated from tour? It's hard to even comprehend.
5: Um, Is this a uh, psychiatrist session? (laughs) or (laughs)
1: A little bit, a little bit. So there's a definitely a, a little bit of serial mock <laughs> psychology that goes on in every Ain't That Swell episode. Uh, We're all just trying to uh, fucking figure life out. Uh, no, Any tips I've, you can uh,
5: provide? No, so I I don't know. Obviously, it was disappointing and frustrating and, and whatever, but my, in my life, I've got a bunch of other good
0: shit going on. And, so and what's, um, the, what's the plan? Um, what's the plan with your surfing? are you just going to fucking blow the back out of it, do backside Rio's all over the North Coast? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put the fires out. Are we going to see you back on tour? <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll go... Are your competitive days behind you or do you reckon you'll keep charging? You? Will we see you back on tour? Uh, hopefully.
5: This year was...
0: Fucking yeah. oath, mate. I think every single swelling in this room after we watched... Fucking oath. After we watched the Gold Coast Bells. Fiji. We tour Fiji a new one in that comp front hand yeah. front hand <laughs> What? We definitely want to see you back there. What about a round of applause for the panel, folks? Holy smokes. Fucking legends. Uh, so this is the part of the show where we open up for you guys. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. Ask us a question, we'll tell you no lie. You did it. Hey, Slimmy. Epic Abba yeah, at the Leno Pub, mate. Thanks again for having us, you legends. Yeah. This section is uh, brought to you by the Metallica Billabong collab that's just about to come out. Ride the lightning, kill them all. They're dropping all the best albums. We're giving away $500 Metallica Billabong pack to the best question.
1: Metallica. Very Hamad. Go H-mad. Metallica. Hamad. Kev. Kev. Chance? Kev. Kev from where, mate? Kev. Everywhere, Jed. <laughs> well said. So I loved your show the other day with Tulsi and that, and it went for
2: about fucking four hours.
1: Yeah. yeah so, we, like, we ramble for, on a bit. Forgive me for not listening to the whole thing in one hit. But it's disappeared today. What happened? Mm, yeah, we had a slight uh, technical hiccup with that. It'll be, up, it'll be back up tomorrow. But, uh, uh, look, just have a couple of comb pieces and shut the fuck up, all right?
0: <laughs> Who's up next? Here we go. Down the front here.
2: This is for the, the
0: uh, whole panel, but also... Derby. Hang on, hang on. What's your name? Mark. Mark. Yuzi.
5: So Husey. Uh, you guys were rattling on about the Cooley kids. And the surf mist. Can't bring that up that quick, but. Durbo, the Stratty kids, come on, tell us. 13 years old, taking cones down at
4: cylinders, (laughs) fucking jumping in the back of Utes, fucking hitchhiking rides back up the point after surfing at a rock at Flinders. I know, Hughes, you gave me a lip and that cyclone swell, and it was. I got coned off my head that whole swell And you gave me a lift Plenty of lifts But um, yeah that's Stratty's so small And like a couple of us made it But Cooley kids dominated You can't take that away from them How many times has he been kicked down the stairs of the pub?
1: You get back let in every night oh, Perfect That's the thing what? This truly is Nirvana I'm yeah. moving to
3: North
2: that, yeah, tonight, mate. Tonight, mate.
4: My, my brother has been banned He has had that many life bans at Stratty Pub But every time it changed management You're back in I reckon he's had four life bands. <laughs> Yeah, Here we go my question is
0: for Surfcore. Poor cunt hasn't said anything yet. But
2: <laughs> but, but Surfcore, what do you think about Margo? Oh, he's my bloody hero. He's the Knight of Nooners. So, like, yeah, it's, it's epic to be sitting next to him. It's epic to share waves with him. I recently yeah. surfed with him and I was shitting myself. It was like low key me and my mate were surfing and then him and Micah pulled up. I was like, oh, fuck put the 20 back in the car, pull out the pintail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we'd go out there and I, like, I could just feel his eyes on the back of my head. And um, I did like this fucking rubbish, like cutty and my fins just like skipped out at the bottom of the wave and I just like planted it and it was so embarrassing. And then it was so reassuring when I came in, he's like, oh, were well, your fins skipping out out there? Mine were too, eh? And I was like, <laughs> that's the kind of bloke he yeah, is. Mate, just you, so you nice and humble.
0: Oh, and the other thing was, can I, if I can say one more thing, it seems to be, be my thing, but I know there's no limericks, but I made one up about Margot that I just want to say anyway.
3: Take the floor,
1: Geggy.
0: Stand up, stand up. Speak to the crowd. There was a fucking legend
5: called Margot who had a tighter turning circle than the to- Toyota Tarago.
0: <laughs> He'd put his feet way, way back and do the world's smoothest hack that would send spray from here to the fucking bolo. Yeah!
3: yeah. yeah.
1: The gold coat pieces are raining from the sky. He's an absolute don. Oh, Giggy <laughs> doesn't disappoint. Geggy, Geggy.
0: <laughs> Who else has a question out there for the panel? Who wants a Metallica pack, is the question. Sauce bottle. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Greetings, Swellians. Who's this? Who's uh, Gordo. Gordo, a.k.a. Okay, Sauce Bottle. Why do they call you Sauce
2: Bottle, man? Uh, yeah. Haven't seen Gordo yeah. since that day at Ballina. Yeah. G'day, mate. Ballina, my friends. Question for our uh, Durbo. Uh, 2006 or 2007. Everything to Lose, uh, basically just repping with the Mount you sticker on the nose, mortgages to pay, how to feel to stick it to the man and make the final.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Fucking good. <laughs> no, no shit. I took a 50 grand um, redraw on my home and then I was like, I'm back on myself and then made the final and snapper and Mick got me, unfortunately, but I was like... Yeah It felt good Real good Alright On your tone hey,
5: Thanks Forty. Hey Pete I just want to ask you A couple of things Melling's not
1: here He's Fucking babysitting Where the babysitting. fuck is Melling? He is Soft
2: cocked <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, uh, when we were coming home From Australia A couple of
5: weeks ago And we had a beer with you he, he was telling me about He nearly got in a fight With Philippe Toledo In France and he grabbed Philippe on the ass. Him and Johnny Gannon were going to take on all the Brazilians. I think you were present.
4: <laughs> Johnny Gannon being yes. the uh, Taj's trainer and the brow boy. It was so. It was that was a wild night that escalated escalated really badly. Melling was calling him upside down eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> and and Melling, you or half of your crowd probably know Melling when he gets a full belly full of piss, he's fucking yeah, he was not holding back and we all like it was hard to constrain him he was wanted blood <laughs> and yeah, Johnny Gannon and like, oh, it, we had to get him out of there because it was going to be war it was, it was heavy but I reckon we need to have a rematch with those, I reckon Mellon will flog the shit out of him
1: oh, that would be mental. Like one of those kind of Russian cage fights, one of those team cage fights. I'll be psyched on that. I've seen that shit on YouTube. It's mental.
0: Oh, new Tone.
1: Uh, Great well, question. Yeah. Love that. That's some yeah, cool the real birds
0: coming out now. Well, oh, here here we go. Uh, hey, uh,
5: anyone uh, up there, tell us a melling story. Tell us a funny melling story. B,
0: you, you travel with him for a long time. Tell us a melling story. Yeah, that's, that's a good question because. Uh, Melling, you you forget just how fucking accomplished the guy is. He won at Sunset Beach. Like, he's a fucking legend. I
4: know. He leaves it to the last minute, doesn't he? Like, every year, like, he's so talented. I guess I'll tell my story with him, but he'd lose all these heats all year. And then when I'd surf against him, he'd beat me. I was like, what the fuck? Like, one, I remember it was the start of uh, 2013 or something. I can't remember, but... He beat me at bells and then he beat me at, at fucking the box and I was like, are you serious? And you lose all these other heats, you can't even surf. Like, what the... <laughs> it was like it was like he'd only try against people he, like, was comfortable or something. I don't know. I was like, what are you doing, dude? You're so talented. Like, he could have waxed so many people, but I don't know. He's melling, you know. He's just, he." He, he's so talented, but he's super shy and, yeah, he's... I wish he was here. I'd give him a big hug. I love the guy. What, what did you make, surfcore of uh, of Melling's
0: steeds? What, what about his fashion? Is, did it hit the millennial chord that you needed? He reminds
1: me of a, a James Bond supervillain for some reason.
2: do you reckon? To this day, 2019, I have not seen Adam Melling's knees. He is committed <laughs> to those board shorts. <laughs> And that fucking like, oh! I saw him in the roughest looking wedding the other day. It was like it, it pockmarked and like it was like grey and fluoro green. It's like yeah, it's kind of it's like a little time capsule, isn't it? <laughs> I love him, but he's so, so fucking sick. Him in separate volume is mental. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Meling.
0: Hey, um, just while while we're in between questions, Beto, uh, in the ISA Games, Australia finished, I think sixth. Uh, we've got the Olympics coming up. It's a real thing. It's starting to get a little bit of uh, momentum behind it. Uh, have we got a chance against Brazil, or should we just be worried about beating Ecuador or something?
4: I knew we were going to go there. I was just wondering when you're going to go there. <laughs> Maybe Trinidad and Tobago or. Uh, yeah, I reckon, Sudan I reckon we can the beat. odds are good against Trinidad and um, Canada. Hey, what's, what's going on? Are we are we shot? Who's going to make like the we got team? war-torn Iraqs number two. <laughs> Nah, I reckon just wait till you see how the Olympics play out. I think, and we all know Aussies, they'll step up when, when it's time to go and when your back's against the wall, you dig deep and you fucking murder people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be my final speech before they paddle out. <laughs>
1: that's yeah. your rev up? That's an yeah. amazing
4: rev up. Okay, okay, no, dude, it, it, it is... It is Definitely, like almost dire straits. Like especially in the male side of surfing, it's definitely it's um there's big gaps and beach breaks, aerials obviously, and uh, one of my colleagues is here today, Clancy Dawson.
1: Oh, Scum Valley's finest himself, yeah, the Pie Man.
4: Yeah, man, we're doing mad stats, and yeah, we got we got we got to make up for beach break surfing. Like obviously, Owen fucking nailed Tahiti. Give a swell, Aussies will kill it, but small beach breaks, the Brazilians have got our number, mm-hmm. in the men anyway, and yeah, we got work to do. Uh, I just want to see Sally Fitzgibbons win a gold medal, mate. That's all I want to see. <laughs> I think Sally, yeah, she's, I don't know, I feel it's her destiny, you know. She's had that dream and... Of she was wanting to be a runner and then win the gold medal and and then obviously she stopped running and went surfing. But yeah, I think it'll be it'll be an amazing story if she pulls it off. Right, she's doing everything she can. Awesome, awesome. Sally Fitz, go to Sally Fitz. Well, I'm down to my final
0: gold
1: cone piece, so. Uh... Last question. Last question, I think. Who we got over here in the middle?
4: Nah, Mick. Hey, Mick. Mick. This is uh, for Margot. Uh, probably 80% of the guys in here have had a poster of you up on their wall before, but would you come and sign mine at my oldies' house for me? Fun. There's the Metallica pack. <laughs> yeah. I've still got it.
1: Yeah, I said, yeah.
3: Oh, Margo's oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's up down.
0: Down. Yeah, thanks very much. Big round of applause for our, our panel. Yeah. Sir, for Margot, Bede and Wilco. Thanks for having us. Up the fuck it's Are you kidding me? I mean,
2: are you kidding me? Are
4: you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. you Are kidding
2: me? You're kidding me, right?
4: Are you kidding me?
2: This guy, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding
3: me? Are you kidding me?
2: Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
3: Are you kidding me? Are
1: you kidding me? You gotta
3: be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, you gotta be kidding me!
4: You gotta be kidding me. You've gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me.
1: You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You've gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me! What? You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta
3: be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! Are you kidding me? Are you
1: kidding me? Come no. on! You gotta be kidding me!
4: You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding
2: me. Are you kidding me?
4: Are you kidding me? you kidding me? You're kidding right?
2: Are you kidding me? You kidding You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
3: Are you kidding me right now?
2: Are you kidding me?
4: Are you kidding me? you fucking
0: kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me?
3: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Are you
1: fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking
2: kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking kidding me?